Hey, what's going on, everyone? I'm Chase, and this is my review of the first episode of What If. It's the new Marvel show that hits uh, on Disney Plus every single Wednesday starting August 10th. A uh, couple things before I get into the review. First thing is I did receive the access to the first three episodes of this show. I will not review the first three right now. Uh, most critics will when the embargo drops. I will just do the week that they release, so episode one will be this week. Then next week I'll have episode two on a Tuesday uh, for you guys to, to look at, and then same with three. And then from four on, I'll just watch uh, live on Wednesdays with everyone else. But I just want to let you know that. So if you're looking for episode one through three, like most critics, it's not here, just number one. Second thing is uh, is going to be a non-spoiler review. Uh, and then I will have spoilers at the end of the episode, but I will let you know definitively uh, when I stop talking about non-spoilers and diving into spoilers. So just want to let you know that. Okay, so I had a lot of fun reviewing Loki. Uh, so I'm excited to kind of get back into it. And what better place to do it than another Marvel show? So what if is an animated show from Marvel. It's their first time into full-fledged animation, whether it be show or uh, movie. And so this one kind of ponder, ponders the question, what if this happened instead of this? Taking moments from the MCU, turning them on their heads a little bit, and pointing them in another direction, just ever so slightly, to see what would happen if that path was taken. So the ultimate butterfly effect show um, is what this show is. Um, and they're just fun little kind of one-offs, different stories in different multiverses. Each episode is different, and we kind of get to just see it play out over the course of 30, 35 minutes, and it's really fun to see. Um, so yeah, so episode one is uh, if Agent Carter took the serum and Steve did not. So we get to kind of see her path as Captain Carter, and we get to see Steve's path as well because his path is also... Uh, important, um, you know, just to kind of see like where certain things begin with him instead of like, you know, in the future. So yeah, uh, the overall episode I thought was really cool. I I've always wondered what it would be like if Agent Carter got the serum because she has the, the leadership mentality. She's a very strong presence in those movies. And so I would have always loved to have seen like what she would have done with the serum and um, just the kind of uphill battle that she would face, just especially just as a woman in the military in the 40s, I would have loved to have seen her just kick ass and just take charge and just uh, uh, carve her own path out like that and be just the true definition of a hero. So really fun to kind of see her go do her thing and then Steve does some stuff, uh, but I'll get into the spoiler section. But he's basically just there as a sidekick. Um, so yeah, uh, so I guess like a, let's let's talk about some of the positives, maybe some of the negatives. So I think a couple of the positives for me are the animation and just the amount of story that they can they're packing into these episodes. Um, I'm really just impressed that they can basically carve out a whole movie's worth and kind of just put it in this nice little package, 35-minute, you know, story, and it still have as much impact as the movies. Like, it's it's honestly, it's really, really cool to see. And like, because you, when you're watching, you're like, okay, are they just going to scratch the surface with this idea? How, like, how far are they going to explore it? They do pretty well with it. And, you know, um, Captain Carter goes pretty far in this episode, uh, and so does Steve. And so I, um, I would be, 
I would be happy if she popped up in a live action form uh, in some sort in the multiverse uh, kind of saga. Uh, but for right now, it was really, really cool just to see her in action, in the suit, have that presence on screen as Captain Carter. Really awesome to see. And I thought just the, you know, just all the, the plot and the character development and just the action sequences, just really nice little package. And kind of shocked that they did it all in under an hour like way under an hour so the second thing is the animation the best way i can describe it it's like a mix of the iron giant um eight crazy nights anime and the uh animation technique that richard linklater uses quite a bit with the rotoscope painting on live action performances kind of like a blend of all four of those kind of scary uh when you think about it but when you see it you know what i'm talking about the animation kind of blurs that line of uh, what it is to be animated and what it means to be live action it's kind of like in that weird gray zone but it i, I think it works because it you know when i think of like elseworld stories or like these um kind of like one-off stories it's almost like it's a it's a dream it doesn't even exist and so it kind of has like that dreamlike look to it and also, with the live action kind of uh, look to it, it adds a little bit more heft to the action sequences, and it makes it really feel uh, more epic than it actually is. So I think the animation is absolutely stunning. And all of these episodes, by the way, you're going to hear me talk about that every single week. But for this one in particular, I love the way that uh, Captain Carter moves. I love the way this, the, the locations look. Uh, it just, it really just brings so much flair and personality and just life, uh, to this series. Cause you need that. You need as much as possible to bring all this to life if it's going to be an animated form. Um, but yes, the animation is stunning. Speaking of bringing things to life, most of the people that are in the live action films come back. Um, uh, Haley Atwell, uh, you know, uh, Captain Carter, she comes back, uh, all, Stanley Tucci, um, Dominic Cooper, uh, as Mr. Stark comes back. So they got everyone back except for Chris Evans. And that's going to be like one of my major complaints in most of these episodes is not bringing certain people back. Why? Everyone else is doing it. Sebastian Stan came back. I Carve it out in your schedule. Like All you're doing is recording stuff in a, a little booth somewhere. That's it. You don't have to get into a suit. You don't got to do any of that. And so when you have the actual actors and actresses coming back to voice their roles that they have made popular over the course of several years, it makes a huge difference. It makes it feel like you're actually watching them in a multiverse storyline and not some rando that sounds like Chris Evans. And you're like, that. that's not him. <laughs> so... I, I get it. Scheduling happens. You can't make stuff work out. I get it. But for the sake of this show, if 95% of the people are coming back to voice their characters, then you can come back too. So it, it really does make a, a huge difference when all of them come back to voice their characters. Just adds a little bit more, um, uh, you know, liveliness to the, the these drawings that you're seeing happening on screen. So um yeah i really uh, appreciate every single performance uh in this particular episode really just 
they, these people have played their roles for so long, they can just slip it like a glove and just um, slip it like a glove. They, uh, it's like a, it's like wearing, uh, riding a bike. Guys, it's like early in the morning. Excuse me. Um, it's easy as easy as putting on a glove or what? I don't, I don't know. <sighs> life, guys, life, life is crazy. Um, but yes, uh, really enjoyed everyone's uh, uh, performances for sure. Could have gotten everyone back, but whatever. Um, but yes, really enjoyed this episode. Uh, really fun to see. And even at the very end, they keep going. And I'm like, man, I would love to see this in live action form. Uh, definitely, it, it was a unique experience seeing it in animated form. Um, but I, I think what's really cool about this show is that, yes, these are fun little one-off stories. But like, how would this look in live action? I am curious at this point. And speaking of translating this to live action, uh, I don't know if any of these stories are consequential. That's what's also kind of cool about this series so far is I don't really know what story I'm going to watch that might translate into a live action multiverse storyline. So right now it's almost like they're playing these these episodes going, hey, like, cool, like, what if this happened? Like, what if this happened? And then in the back of your mind, you're like, they might actually use one of these in live action form. And that's also kind of exciting. So for right now, I'm just going to appreciate them as like standalone things. But if you translate this, some of this stuff into live action, like I said, I, I would absolutely welcome it. So and if I saw Captain Carter in live action, I would welcome that as well. So really enjoyed this episode. Uh, spoilers. Um, go ahead and talk about that. Give you a warning. Three, two, one. So the big spoiler in this one is that Mr. Stark actually, since Steve did not get the serum, he actually builds an Iron Man suit for Steve. So at the end, when they're all like fighting and everything, he comes in, you know, the the original kind of Iron Man suit mixed in with like a Hulkbuster outfit, and uh, he's fighting and everything. And good thing he had that suit on because a uh, guy falls off of a cliff and it's like, oh, you dead. And then um, of course the the uh, suit uh, softened his fall. But yes, uh, that is the kind of big one uh, for this episode. Also at the very end, when Captain Carter goes to Nick Fury, and uh, no, it wasn't it wasn't her. That was actually that was actually Captain Marvel. Yeah, Captain Marvel shows up at the very end, also not voiced by Brie Larson. Anyways, um, and so Nick Fury still finds a uh, Captain America shield in the ice. Fascinating. But uh, yes, uh, but for the most part, Captain Carter is the one that takes the mantle at the very end. And you can just kind of imagine like what she does over the course of the next um, few decades. So those were kind of the big ones. Kind of cool to see Steve in the uh, Hulkbuster kind of Iron Man suit. And knowing that it started in the 40s instead of with Tony uh, when he was older. So he probably would have had a different life and not really had been a superhero, just more of a manufacturer of uh, military weapons and would have called it a day. Just would have been a rich a-hole and never redeemed himself. So um, Steve would have been Iron Man and he probably would have been super old, passed on the mantle to someone else. I don't even know who. Yeah, just so many questions. But yeah, those were the two big spoilers for sure, but really cool to see. So what did you guys think of the first episode of What If? Uh, please comment down below if I got any comic 
accurate thing wrong. Um, but yeah, uh, really, this is a really fun series. Uh, I think every single episode is just, there's going to be like some wow moment and it's just going to be like, woo, that's really, woo. Uh, I don't know what that face was or that noise was, but yeah. Uh, yeah, really fun uh, show for sure. Um, and I'm excited to see them play out beyond episode three. Because uh, I, I, like I said, uh, first three episodes, great start uh, to the series. So I will, I will, uh, uh, love just watching these uh, moving forward. So yeah, let me know down below what you thought of what if, and uh, I will uh, see you guys next week for episode two. Uh, and episode two is the episode with uh, T'Challa as he becomes Star Lord. It's also Chadwick Boseman's rest in peace, sir. Uh, his last uh, performance as the character. So a very emotional one for sure. But that is next week's episode. So I'll see you then.